Welcome to the Creating Salon Success Podcast, where you will find educational and inspiring interviews to help you create your dream salon. And here's your beauty salon, systemization expert, spa owner, and entrepreneur, Louisa Ashforth. I'm Louise Rashforth and uh, today I'm here with Becky Stevenson, business improvement consultant and she's going to talk to us today about the customer journey and why it is so important that we are aware of our customers journeys from start to finish. So before we do start, if you want to just introduce yourself, Becky, please. Hi everyone, uh, so I'm Becky Stevenson, as Louisa said, I help people to look at their business uh, from start to finish and look at ways that they can put really simple stuff into their business to make it better, more improved, to kind of get more money into the business and more clients and today we're going to talk about one of my favourites which is the customer journey. So Welcome to the Creating Salon Success Podcast, where you will find educational and inspiring interviews to help you create so your dream salon. And here's your beauty salon, systemization expert, spa owner and entrepreneur, Louisa Ashforth. Yeah, so when we look at business, we often just think that the, the main important point is purchasing. So somebody is going to book in with you, you know, get the hair done or get the nails done. And we think, brilliant job done you know purchasing is the most important it is isn't it? it seems that way from a business owner anyway <laughs> yeah so we always jump into that um, but actually there are five steps uh, okay. with a customer journey so five key areas uh, so we've got awareness we've got consideration we've got purchase we've got retention and we've got advocacy right so normally we just jump straight into the purchasing right, with a little middle. bit of awareness, yeah. so that's marketing, but most people just go straight in. So what we need to do and what we're going to look at today is how we can break that down um, in the most simplest terms so that we can kind of implement that into our businesses straight away and how we can then future-proof that for our businesses. Sounds good. So I don't think many people realise um, that the journey does start from um, when people, uh, when potential customers are searching for you um, and searching for the business. So what would you say are important points that salon owners should really think of at this early, st early stage? Yeah, definitely. So <clears throat> looking back on some statistics, that's a hard word to say, 65% <laughs> of purchasers um, find a positive experience with a brand more important than advertising. Okay. So we all throw money into different forms of advertising, whether that's um, a website, Facebook ads, leaflets, you know, whatever it is. But actually the whole experience of that is you know, of vast importance. So when we're thinking about our businesses and how we can kind of use um, the awareness side is really, really getting to know our our customers, which I know that you've touched upon, Louisa, in other videos and, yeah. you know, other parts of the academy. But it's really figuring out where our clients are hanging out and how we need to get to them. So that's the first point, but we're not going to cover that today. So once we know where they hang out, yeah. it's really utilising that and kind of interacting with our customers. So once we've got that awareness, 
it's thinking about what are people doing to find you so like we do when we're going to make a purchase it's really thinking about that journey that we undertake so for example if your washing machine broke down today what would you do in order to buy a new one you might just go for the same brand yeah you might just google that you know you might go onto a shop search for price and purchase it so buying a washing machine is quite a quick purchase but it is a journey in itself but when we're undertaking something uh, more serious maybe you're thinking about getting surgery for example or you might want to get some aesthetics yeah you would do different research than buying a washing machine yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> we might talk to people who we know have had it done so we kind of seek out people we might go onto forums we might go onto instagram you know facebook groups we say to people have you had it done how was your experience who did you go with yeah so our research starts much sooner than we think in our business so your customers are already looking for you before you even know it so they're seeking out the recommendations they're chatting with other people who have used you or another and we're really kind of really important then aren't they sorry just to rate your flow yeah. and just thought then i thought gosh reviews are so important and we probably don't realize sorry yeah yeah massively so people are looking at your reviews so maybe it's your facebook reviews google my business so that's free if you've not got that set up it's massive you know get that done video testimonials we always want to see the stuff you know in in this industry it's so visual isn't it you know absolutely yeah. your makeup you want to see it you know you don't want to read about a testimonial about makeup hair we want to see it we want to experience it we want to feel it you know we want to know the person who's cutting our hair the person who's going to do our makeup you know so in in this industry we've got to be so visual as well as professional and you know using the tools available to us like google my business and facebook you know use those um so people are starting their journey way sooner than you will ever know so it's, it's quite really interesting important. That, isn't it? um yeah sorry just to um i didn't I, even myself like you don't realize how early on that people are looking for you before they're even looking for you yeah yeah so even though it might only be a haircut you know putting it as simple as that or you know getting a facial people want to know that they're going to be safe yeah they're going to be looked after you know they want it's a treat it's a pamper you know i want to know that i'm going to get an, a lovely coffee you know that's my thing you know i love a good coffee yeah. you it put your biscuit funny. on happy day <laughs> you know it's like yeah. stuff you know um, so it's knowing what your customers are looking for. Why are they coming to you? Is it essential in their eyes? Yeah. Or is it a luxury and it's a treat? You know, that all goes back to your target market. So if it's somebody who comes for their nails every week, that's just kind of a ritual for them. And we're going to come on to retention later. But if it's getting new clients, what do they need from you in order to purchase with you, which is down the journey? So would you recommend then that people really focus on, just because you hit on reviews, I'm thinking that people should really, fit, like salon owners should really focus on, you know, asking for those reviews. And I know people will shy away from it, but it could really kind of help future clients that you don't even realise 
Yeah, massively. You know, asking for a review is is one of the most important things within your business. So whether you're getting, you know, before and after shots, you know, make sure that you're doing before and after shots. It's difficult in a busy environment, isn't it? It you is. Know, to get that before and after. But even if you just make a point of doing just one during your day, you're going to quickly build up a collection. Yeah. Even if you just do some on your staff, you know, just getting something um you know getting something up before and after shots and then you know getting those reviews even if you just say to somebody can i just do a quick video you look amazing you know can yeah. i do a quick video and in that moment where somebody feels 100 percent glamorous or whatever they're going to go oh go on then you know they might be just going home to sit in their house because they've got nowhere to go but in that moment you know they're going to be really excited and they might say no that's cool yeah, it is hard to get that. No, no better time than when they're looking and feeling their best, is there, I suppose? Yeah, just grab, grab, and it's best to just kind of say to people, can I just get a quick video and, and just kind of do it rather than, you know, can we do a video and staging it and the nerves getting up? Yeah, catch them in the moment. Catch them in the moment. And then, you know, setting up your uh, salon. So if you're using like a booking system and you're getting people booked on, um, through a booking system which is so important we'll touch upon that as well you know sending out a little reminder thanks for coming in today we've loved having you in uh, hope you're enjoying you know whatever your new hair or whatever please can you drop us a review on this platform um, and get people to leave you that review yes I suppose the, you can't ask for it too many times can you really because no somebody's going to do it at some point then aren't they and um can i just jump back to the google my business that you just touched upon yeah i do use that and i didn't realize that google actually even prompts the customer don't if they can find that they've been to your business yeah. they, google actually says uh, how was your experience would you like to leave a review yeah. so that is really a good thing to be part of isn't it yeah. so could you just tell us a bit more about how how simple that is to do yeah yeah so google my business is firstly it's free which is amazing absolutely <laughs> it helps all your analytics and everything so you know if you have got a website and you are kind of paying out for anything like facebook ads or uh, anything like that you can have it all linked back to your google my business which massively okay. helps you literally uh, search for google my business uh, on google and set up the free account and it's a really easy step-by-step -step process to set it up and it literally prompts you from you know putting in your name and your phone number and what I would say is you can't literally can't put enough on there it's brilliant it's even like a little website in itself oh okay you can put posts on there you can put updates on there and keeping the content fresh really helps so you can put your before and after pictures on you can put pictures on of your salon the outside if it's a bit tricky to get to you if you're located you know upstairs somewhere and it's hard you know you can put pictures on so people can see how to get to you okay um and people do typically google stuff don't they you know hairdresser near me uh yeah. beauty salon near me and even google says that so if you can get your profile really really sharp you will kind of build up the up the ranks um and, and i suppose and if you're on google and it is google google's going to make you higher 
I suppose. Yeah, yeah Google, Google loves Google, you know. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, no better thing to get that done. And, and like I say, it's a really good way to kind of ease yourself into kind of profiling your business if you're not on there. Oh, so top tip, set it up like it so if somebody didn't have a website yeah. and they didn't they were a small business and they didn't want to go down the website route which i know is important could yeah. they almost get away with google my business instead of a website or would you still recommend a website yeah i think if you're starting out and you're not quite sure you know um what you want to put on a website or maybe you've just not got the funds right now google my business is brilliant I would always recommend a website because it's almost a, you know, it's a trusted source. It's an anchor. Yeah. Say, yeah. This business has invested some money into their business. So it gives you that trust element. Again, going back to if you were going to make a big purchase or a scary investment. Yeah. You would want to look at a website, you know, yeah, we're going to have aesthetics done. For me personally, if I didn't have a website to go to, I might feel a little bit bit scared. Um, yeah, I guess it can feel a little bit like, oh, is this legitimate or... Yeah, yeah. But Google My Business is a good place brilliant. to start, isn't it? Yeah, so brilliant to start. You can put everything on there, opening hours post, you can do videos, you can, you can really go for it. Um, yeah. so, and, and a good thing to do is check out what your competitors is, competitors are doing in the area or you know close by if they've got one you know see what they're saying you know you could borrow some ideas and you know make your yeah. better i do think that is important just to check out your competitors anyway isn't it just to make yeah. sure you're on the right track and yeah and stuff so just back to the journey then mm -hmm. um for a lot of salon owners i think we can all fall um culprit of like you said earlier feeling that the customer's journey is from when they walk in the salon door and yeah. then they have the treatment and then they pay they're happy they either rebook or they don't and then they go and yeah. hopefully they leave you a review uh, if you've asked for it but it the journey doesn't stop there then does it from what you've said yeah. um in your like five steps so yeah. could you talk us through sort of what we should be thinking of besides reviews um yeah. once a client has left yeah so thinking about um once they've gone through the purchase the next step is the is the retention so we've put all our hard work into getting that person to come through the door you know they've they've come in we need to give them an experience which is you know personal we need to make them feel special and often those are really simple things you know that can make somebody feel like a million dollars once they've left us it's thinking about how we can keep in touch with them um, on a regular basis so if you use a booking system and you've got somebody's contact details then we've you know we've emailed them out we've asked them for a review if they've not booked in with you um, for a further haircut or you know follow-up then it could be a good idea to then collate that information from your system and do an email out and say you know it's been six weeks since your haircut do you want to come back in for a trim if you know that they've had the hair colored and they typically go a set length of time you could drop them a little message to say um you know are you due you know and it's bringing in your personality and humor so you yeah. know your customers so you might just send out a little funny you know quote or something about roots or you know yeah. a funny picture about um you know 
overgrown nails or whatever. So it's really kind of showing your personality and also kind of sending them out maybe top tips. So if they've had the hair coloured, you know, you might send out something which helps them to care more for the, the hair or if they've had, you know, other treatments done that they can keep up at home. Maybe they've bought a product from you. So they've had a facial done, they've bought your product. Um, maybe you know that's going to run out so you can keep a track on that. You can kind of message them out. So it's really about nurturing your clients and making them feel special, but doing it in a way that is so simple. So using things like MailChimp, uh, where you can send out newsletters, um, you know, getting that information, their contact information is literally gold within a business. Yeah. Getting their email address is your way to keep in touch with them. And by showing up regularly in their newsfeed, in their inbox, you know, not selling to him, not being pushy, not being in the face, just saying, I'm still here. You know, we love you. We want you to come back, you know, just showing up all the time. Yeah. You're not going to lose them to somebody else who looks shiny and interesting and looks yeah. like they care about their customers more. Because when you think about customer journey and purchasing, it's all about how we make people feel yeah i've been into salons where i've walked in people have hardly acknowledged me <laughs> they've not you know not really looked up just like oh here's another customer oh god i hate that yeah. you know what you know sat me down it's felt like a bit of a process oh here's another one you know what do you want done right yeah come over here get your hair washed if it's too much hard work <laughs> too much hard work you know not much chit chat you can kind of gauge the client are they a chatter or are they not you know yeah. got to gauge that and you've left and thought well that what point in that i've done yeah. it you know i've been there i have not had a good experience would i go back no probably not no probably not only one in 26 people complain and right. they don't complain if you did something wrong right you, know, if you messed the hair up yeah. So you did a rubbish treatment, they'll be telling you about it. But that not making them feel special, they're not going to tell you that. They'll just not come back. Yeah. And then to their friends, they'll probably go, oh, yeah, we're rubbish there. So customer yeah. service, obviously, different topic altogether, different but that topic, is a massive but subject. Massive, but it's still part of the journey. And so it's when got that attention into it. That yeah, so when they leave your salon, you know, they want to feel yeah can't wait to come back yeah and when they're not with you it's been in their conscience all the time going oh that's that lovely louisa oh she's there <laughs> oh well i can't wait to go back rather than yeah horrible salon where you think god they were miserable so and so <laughs> and like, for a lot of therapists and stylists we don't consider ourselves sale people sales people yeah. I personally think every treatment is a sale, so when you're getting them to put back in, but again, sales another topic, yeah. but that sending a newsletter is like a non-sales approach to yeah. selling. Yeah, absolutely. It fits with how we feel. We don't want to sell to customers because we are really conscious of sell, 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 yeah. but that newsletter just filling them in on what you're doing in the salon, what's new, what's happening, who's what staff member's birthday it is or something yeah. it's a way to keep in contact isn't it, and keeping the mind so that's a really good idea a really simple newsletter yeah something good to send out every yeah. month or something couldn't it yeah every you know once a month now and again you know 
think about what's current at the minute you know yeah. current, current trends or you know and people buy from you they come to you because they love you you know yes the salon and the surroundings are part of it but you know sending a little newsletter saying you know i've just got back from holiday wouldn't that be lovely right now but oh gosh yes (laughs) back from holiday you know i had a great time in italy i saw this and this and this people are interested yeah people want to know it's not being braggy it's not being in your face it's just they've chatted to you about their holiday and so on showing up and just being a little bit fun and a little bit open and clients do like to get to know you because they forever are like, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Or, um, so it, it does become a relationship, doesn't it? And yeah. it, when you're not seeing them all the time, it's important for you to either write on the record card to remember what you spoke about or have a really good memory. But they want to keep up with you as well. So a newsletter or Facebook posts um, are really good ways of doing that, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. And it's also thinking about the kind of flip side of of it so the retention you can think about you know how do you how do you reward their loyalty you know if people keep coming back to you time after time after time that's brilliant but do you reward it so some places have loyalty cards or you know i don't know come 10 times and you get 25 percent off or there's various ways of doing it and there's no yeah. right or wrong it's figuring out what works for your clients in your salon yeah but rewarding that loyalty people love it you know they, they're gonna come back but you know who doesn't love a little discount or yeah. something really nice you know so in your retention side uh which then links through to your advocacy rewarding loyalty is oh, okay. also massive because like I say, people are going to come to you, they're going to spend with you, and they are going to keep coming back, but just to give them that little something, yeah. because what's going to stop them not going down the road to the other shiny new salon, yeah. what does look brilliant, you know, they've got all these amazing offers on, they might be tempted, they might go, I'll try it, just this once. Yeah, and you, you know, can't risk that. You can't risk it, because they've gone. Really- yeah, yeah. you know that new shiny business who's popped up they're doing massages for 15 quid if you're doing <laughs> massages for 15 quid by the way put your prices up that's another <laughs> one but you know that new shiny place what's popped up for 15 quid enticing them in you know they're gonna go yeah towards so that loyalty and again ask them what what does loyalty look like for them yeah you know they want to see yeah maybe it's they get a free treatment you can decide what that free treatment is yeah low value um maybe they get a discount maybe they get something half price you know whatever it is but reward that loyalty because people Um, do love a freebie don't they even if it's just a little i don't know a bit of chocolate or a a glass of fizz at christmas and uh, obviously that's another subject we do need licenses and stuff so but i'm just saying there's little tips that you can do like um i know in the summer when it was really hot uh last year we got um like ice lollies for people and they loved it so just little things like that i guess exactly you know on valentine's day put something out a bowl of you know love hearts whatever it is and every client gets something yeah it's tiny it's minimal but you're rewarding them so you're rewarding them throughout at little you know little stages you can do it at a minimal cost when you say it like that can't you it's not it doesn't have to be massive 
if you can't afford to give things away absolutely not you know get some chocolates get some haribos you know (laughs) they're a pound a bag stick them in a nice bowl (laughs) who doesn't love a haribo on the way in yeah it's just that something um and you know think about it's all about how you make them feel yeah and how many people are they going to go away and say oh i went to my hairdressers today you know and i got this lovely cupcake and a really nice coffee and yeah. you know blah 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 she remembered that i've been to the wedding and it was lovely that is a massive part just remembering um something about somebody and people often say oh you've got a good memory and i think for me I, i've just trained my mind to work that way but yeah. In the beginning, it didn't. I used to write on the record card because I remembered I'd asked the same person three times in a row what the kids were (laughs) called or something. You think, oh my gosh. So, yeah, and even just writing on the record card or typing these days, um, coffee, two sugars. It's nice to just be remembered for what we have, isn't it? And and stuff. So it all goes back to how it makes us feel. So that's all part of the retention. And once we make people feel special wanted you know and that we reward their loyalty and you know they don't want to go anywhere else that's when they become a true advocate and an advocate is where somebody is is you know they they would shout on the rooftops about you you yeah, know we want to create raving fans that's what we want to do in our business so we want people as soon as they hear the word you know hairdresser therapist nails whatever it is that your name in your salon comes to their head nobody else's and that's when you know you've cracked it so if somebody's asking somebody's asking where can i go for a massage that your name is straight in their head and they put it on that facebook post and anywhere they're shouting about you yeah raving fan i like it i'm gonna that is gonna be my topic raving fans i love it let's create and how can we create raving fans yeah and that's what you want to do and once you know once you've done that and you've cracked it then you keep doing it and then that kind of brings us back to the beginning where we're creating the awareness yeah we know what people what makes them tick so in our awareness we talk about what we do during the kind of retention and advocacy periods because people want to be part of that so when you're talking about we have a loyalty scheme that draws people in yeah talk about we celebrate you know staff birthdays with you or we celebrate you come into the salon on your birthday you're going to get a bottle of prosecco i don't know i'm just making it up something you know small all the things that we do to retain people we shout about them at the beginning yeah. so that when people are when we're raising awareness they're considering us it's just looking in from the outside you know they're over that garden fence and they, they want to come in they want to yeah. be part of that you know i want prosecco on my birthday you Absolutely. Know? <laughs> i want an easter cupcake you know i want mince pies and mulled yeah. wine at christmas you know whatever's viable yeah. you know they're, they're on that edge and it's that little step over that once they get over that line, they're never going to look back. So whatever we do in retention and advocacy is what we talk about in awareness to get them to then purchase. And it basically goes around and around. And we keep looking at it. If something doesn't work, you know, if it's 10 visits and you get 25% off, and people are knocking off before number eight, why? Yeah. Why are they going? 
and don't be afraid to ask that question if you know that Sarah's not been in for a hair done give her a ring or a text and say you're right I've not seen you you know and and if they go well actually I've gone to uh, you know amazing salon down the road you yeah. know <laughs> suck it up and just say oh I'm really sorry to hear that can I ask you why yeah just for my own my own kind of development you know can I ask you why and they might tell you they might not but if it's something really simple that you can change you know that it's not going to happen again it is really important that isn't it and I think like our job as salon owner well therapists or stylists it is such a personal job so when somebody does go somewhere else you do take it personally and I think you have to throw up hair, so to speak, get broad shoulders and really sort of take it on the chin. I have learned over the years to take a lot on the chin uh, because people do go, but the more feedback you can get, the more, you know, your salon can be amazing and you do get those advocates. I know I've got some amazing advocates, um, but you know, it, it, it's so bad because it only takes one thing to lose somebody sometimes, but if they know that you've got their back and you'll check it, like checking in with them as to why I think as awkward as that situation is customers kind of like that they can give you honest feedback and you've done something about it yeah. and you try and make it up and if they don't let you then you say well you know absolutely fine uh, you're more than welcome to come back whenever it'd be lovely to see you and then hang up and leave it there and then yeah. often they can come back because you know they want to feel welcome to come back don't they so and it's always on a high, you know, if they have gone down to the amazing salon down the road, you know, just, okay, brilliant. You know where we are if you ever need us. Yeah. You're not closing that door because it might not have been right for them at that time, but it might be right for a relative or a friend. Yeah. You know, they still might rave about you, you know, for whatever reason. They could have, you know, they could have just moved areas. They could have moved away. Something you don't know yeah. about, you know having relationship issues and, and they've moved or whatever it is it could be a really good reason what you can't do anything about but you don't want to close that door on them because they're still you know they could still be some longevity in their advocacy Absolutely. so never never kind of cut your nose off to spite your face because yeah. you know you bite your lip and go okay and cry when you've got off the phone <laughs> if, if you don't feel you can do it you know on the phone because it is quite a big thing you know you yeah. could drop them a text or an oh. email and just say you know hope you're okay you know i've not seen you for a while is everything okay and if they you know text back yeah yeah fine or whatever just say you know i would love to know if is there anything we could have done differently just yeah. so we can grow and develop it, yeah, and you have to put it like that, don't you? Just say, look, if you can just let me know just so um, I can, you know, put the necessary changes in place and, like you said, develop, um, because that's just what's going to make your salon stand out. And, again, customer service, it all comes back to that, doesn't it? So, yeah. yeah. But, Fab, so what would you, um, obviously, what are your top tips that you would leave us with um, on, like, your customer journey? Yeah. To break it down and... Yeah. So what I would do is, you know, really think from the beginning, you know, where are you doing your marketing? How are you attracting people? And what is your ideal client? Separate topics, but really get those nailed and understand your customers. Think about 
the customer's journey. You know, how do they go from A to Z to purchase with you? So when they don't even, you don't even know about them to them, you know, being behind a keyboard, what steps do they take? And then think about your journey. So as a salon owner, what do you need to do in order to kind of do business with somebody? Those journeys are completely different and you need to remember that in your head. You've got their journey, lining them together to come up with a process where your customers can follow it. So if they're on, if you're on Facebook and they say to you, yep, yeah, I'd love to book in, how do you then take them to the next step? You know, are you getting them onto a booking system? I really, really highly recommend, you know, getting them onto a booking system. That's another topic, but yeah, get them onto a booking system. Make it as easy as possible. Send them reminders, you know, send them a text message. You know, once they've come in, make them feel amazing. Once they've left, keep in touch. And what can you do to retain them and to, you know, get them to be raving fans? And then look at how you need to do that as a business. And once you've written down all those steps from A to Z, it just needs to be dead simple. Think about how you do that in a business. If it's Facebook, you know, think about how you respond to people. Can you set up quick uh, you know, templates so that every person gets the same message and the same brand voice. You know, how are you getting them onto a booking system? How easy is it? You know, for me, I often remember at 11 o'clock at night, you know, that I want to have my hair cut, you know, and I think, oh, you know, the salon that I go to, the reason, one of the main reasons I go there is I can book online. Yeah. Convenience, isn't it? Convenient. I can think about it, you know, 11 o'clock at night and think, oh, I'm, you know, I'm one of those people. I don't book in advance. Yeah. Um, I can't, you know, I'll always come back, but I don't book in advance. You're not on your own. There's a lot. So it's just, and I just yeah. And I just think 11 o'clock at night, I want my hair done tomorrow. <laughs> I'll see. Yeah. I'll see if they're free. If not, you know, I'll book in whenever. But I go online, I find an appointment, I book it in. I can pay for it online. So again, it's good for your cash flow. I pay online and I turn up. You send me a text message to remind me. I'm happy, you know. They yeah. keep doing what they're doing. They've got me, you know, indefinitely. Um, and sometimes that can be, you know, like as a salon owner, sorry, just to drift. When you've got, you might have a, a cancellation at nine o'clock that very next day. And at 11 o'clock at night, you're not going to be able to feel like yourself as a salon owner. But if you've got that online booking system and you were that person who wanted that nine o'clock appointment, you've yeah. then filled your appointment yeah. without doing anything. Exactly. So from our point of view as a salon owner, that's perfect too. So I 100% agree with you. I can't recommend booking systems enough. People worry about the personal touch it takes away. I think it allows you to deliver more of a personal touch, exactly. giving your customer what they want and freeing up your time to be able to focus on giving more of a personal touch exactly. in different ways. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where you can work on, you know, the other five key areas yeah. um, to build your business. So everything you can do to get it systemized, you know, you want people to be able to self-serve. So, you know, I actually hate picking up the phone and so many people do. <laughs> so, you know, if it's engaged, I'm impatient, you know, I want it now. I want it yesterday. <laughs> so if I can go online, 
book my own appointment. I don't need to talk to anybody. I can do it 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> I'm happy, you know, and it's not, it doesn't feel less personal to me. It's when I walk through that door, yeah. that's when it matters. That's when it becomes personal. And yeah. that's when you've got to impress. So we want the convenience. Me, booking system rather than personal. Yeah, I agree. So we want the convenience in the first place, then the personal touch, like massively. Yeah. And then leaving with an amazing experience. Yeah. So top tips are understand your journey, map it out, piece of paper and a pen. That's all you need. No technology. Think about the steps you go through as a business, steps that the customer goes through. Get a booking system. If you haven't got one, get one. Um, and then think about all the little things you can do to make people feel special. Cheap and free. Keep in touch with them you know, show up on social media, show up in their inbox um, and really think about, you know, what you can do. When all this goes away, people are going to be desperate, aren't they? They're yeah. going to be desperate. We all want his hair done. We all want, you know, whatever it is. Massage is my top one. You know, <laughs> can't have a massage. Messages, sorry, about massages. Really uh, yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah, massage. So how are you going to cope with that inundation? Get it on a system, you know, Absolutely. get it systemized. You're, you know, potentially you can grow your salon so much by getting stuff in place right now, ready to run with it. People can book online. You've got the phone number, you've got their email address, two golden nuggets. Yeah. And after that, you're going to keep in touch with them and you're going to keep them in with you under your wing moving forward. So they're the top tips from me. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Um, I personally think that has been so useful, just having you just break it down because I think as salon owners, we are terrible for not seeing the bigger picture because as a business owner, any business owner, you're so focused on getting the money in that we're sort of missing bits that would actually get the money in easier and quicker <laughs> yeah definitely and you know at the end of the day we set we set up businesses because we love the part that we do you know yeah. you love beauty you love hair you know you love what you do nobody signs up to do booking and admin and retention and advocacy we need people in yeah. money in and we need the next one but keep people happy and they'll stay and you will yeah. naturally organically get more customers and and that's a proven fact perfect so thank you so much, Becky. Um, I hope everybody has found that really, really useful. So get a pen, get a piece of paper or a pencil and map out that journey. So thank you so much, Becky. It has been great speaking to you. You're welcome. Take care. Bye. Bye.